So I had like a fucking mango for like the first time ever, like a fresh ass mango. And it's so good that I'm like, I understand what mammoths were like, where they were like, just going to eat the whole goddamn thing. Because like, hell yeah, the fucking the, don't eat the pit of the mango. I know, but like th- those were meant for mammoths. But I'm like, I would eat this whole goddamn pit. It's the size of my stomach. Please don't. <laughs> but I would eat the whole thing. It's uh, like eating the pit of the avocado. Uh, well, that one's poisonous. I mean, most pits are poisonous. Yeah. Fine, buzzkill. Wait a minute, avocados were also for megafauna. For, like, the megatheriums. I mean, they, they, they developed alongside each other. I don't think they were necessarily meant for them. No, no yeah. Stop I mean... sitting next to the bike! Yeah. <laughs> He's rubbing against it. I'm sorry if it's fucking me up. Stop. Cat says, I am part of the podcast now. He says, pay attention to me. It is 45 minutes before my lunchtime. You have to fucking feed me. Because oh. I need to bother your ass an what hour a, before lunch. What a good baby. Okay. So, do you guys remember what happened last time? Fuck yeah. Okay. Lay it on me, kids. Alright, so we finally left uh, the, the the festival. We went to the Plain of Pink and uh, we were wandered around because uh, it's like, there's like a, a, a bottom part and we know that the, the being is in the, the lower levels of the dimension. So, but it's like non-Euclidean or something. So getting there isn't like a straightforward thing. It was getting all dark. And we were like, oh god. What do we do? We need to do something. So we used the Ring of Three Wishes to wish to commune with the goddess of the town um, from our like very first arc. And we got some information from her about what to do. We got a bunch of information filled out in the book. So now all we have to do is assemble the anagram in the order of the crew members that like joined. Which we need to get that information from Idru. We don't have it yet. We just haven't been able to ask her in character. And then a monster showed up. Yes. And yeah. we were about to fight it. Yeah. That's what we're going to do now, I guess. Yeah. 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 Big fucking monster in front of you guys right now. It's a big, scary... Yeah, let me just say, use the word scary as a fucking adjective instead of describing the monster. Um, it's humanoid shape with like shadowy tendrils wrapping all around it forming armor like plating on the sides of it uh with a big giant broadsword it's got kind of like a head that looks um bird-esque like a very stylized like a heron and red eyes that gleam through little slits in the helmet Uh oh Did you really think that you would just sneak around and I wouldn't find you? I don't even know who you are. You don't recognize me? That's a shame. Perhaps you'll remember this. And he uh, slams the sword forward and sends out a shockwave. And Abby, you feel a sharp pain in your chest. Oh, God. It doesn't cause any damage or do anything, but it's definitely memorable. Okay. She, like, kind of winces, and she's like, well, maybe if you made it so people can't say your name, we'd remember you better, you asshole. 
There we go. And you really haven't come up with a name for me. That's kind of also disappointing. I thought you were clever. No, I think douchebag is kind of fitting. And I think douchebag is kind of stupid. And he swings his sword, and combat is starting. All right. Time to roll that initiative. Wait. Yes, what's up? Who is it? It's Abby's brother. Or okay, not I, Abby's, I, Abby's brother. I drew a brother. Abby doesn't have a brother. I'm fucking dumb. That's so. <laughs> Foxfire, oh, yeah. really? Hell yeah, boys. I love this dice set already. I rolled a nat 20 for my initiative, so I'm probably mm. going to go first. Mm. I rolled a 13. Okay, okay. Yeah, a total of 24. Oh, piss. I got a 10. All right. So, Abby, it is your go. You you definitely got that first initiative. Hell yeah. All right, now I need to figure out what the fuck to do. I know, like, last time we encountered this guy, um, really get to fight him. You know, he's, like, kind of crazy powerful and stuff. Yeah, he's extremely crazy powerful. Okay. Um, I guess first, like, we haven't really heard Idra's reaction to this, um, so I am gonna, like, as a free action, just kind of, like, look at Idra and be like, what do we do? Idra is uh, looking at you guys, actually. Um, hey, uh, what is this? I mean, I, okay, I, I, I can assume I know who but what? I don't know. Is it possible that this guy's, like, not even real? Like, I mean, he was, like, way behind us, wasn't he? Not real? You insult me! All of you are the ones that aren't real. I don't know. I, I, I'm pretty sure we're real. We just, like, kind of arrived here. <laughs> you, you should probably take your move at- your, uh, attack. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Um, well, I do have- an idea um, that might buy us a little time, but I don't know how much it's gonna work. Um, so we still have the book cover at all, right? Yes. Okay. So um, I'm. I know this worked before. So Abby is going to grab the book cover, wrap it around her fist, and she is going to attempt a um, a melee attack, an unarmed strike. Okay. Eighteen plus seven is twenty-five. Yeah, that's a hit. Okay, I'm gonna spend a, a key point um, to do a stunning strike. So now he has to succeed on a, a constitution saving throw or be stunned. I'm gonna go ahead and roll my damage. And it's a six, six damage. He'll be taking that regardless. He does not make that constitution saving throw. All right, he's stunned until, I'll say end of my next turn, let me check. End of my next turn, yes. Oh, cool. Okay. And just to add insult to injury, since I can still make more attacks, I'm going to bonus action to hit him again. Nice. Actually, wait, is the Sunny Strike itself a bonus action? No. Okay, good. Uh, that one is a nine, which I assume does not hit. <laughs> that does not hit. Okay, fine. All right. Uh, I look at the others just like, what is some time? We need to decide what we're doing. Are we going to beat this guy up or are we going to run? We can't run. What are you talking about? We got so close. We're, we're, we're apparently we're, we're apparently almost there. You know, right? So maybe we just need to hold them off until we can get there, wherever there is. Okay. I might have an idea, but 
I don't want to use it. Yes. She takes out a crossbow and starts firing on a bastard coon from a very safe distance away. Listen, if it comes down to it, I shouldn't actually uh, explain my plan because I'm pretty sure he's listening in. Even if uh, we're whispering. If I could find my fucking D8. Gee whiz. I only have one D8. Gotta get more D8. Okay. She shoots crossbow. Makes a nice shunk into the guy's uh, side. Okay. And next up is Uendo. Oh boy. I'm gonna use my relic sword Mm -hmm. to hit him. I don't really know if I should use my Horn of Valhalla yet, because I have no idea how difficult this battle is going to be. I will just use my sword for now. Okay. Also, keep in mind, Uendo, uh, since he's stunned, you had advantage to attack, so roll twice and take the better result. Hell yeah. Okay, that is a 21 total. Nice. Yeah, that's going to hit. 12 damage total. Wow, okay. And now Foxfire. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna... One second. I'm gonna expend a spell slot and use magic missile. That one hits regardless or... Yeah. Yeah. Magic missile, you don't have to worry about uh, rolling uh, strike or accuracies or whatever. Okay. And I'm gonna cast it at a third level. So I get... Instead of... Instead of three darts, you should get five. Yes. Thank you. Okay, so that does a total of 17 damage. Ah, nice. Okay. Not bad. Excellent work, guys. He is currently staggered, but he doesn't look uh, too perturbed about it. (laughs) I'm not really here for a fair match. I'm just here to stall you. I mean, it's a bonus if I get to kill somebody, but... That's not really uh, the main plan here. Stall us from what exactly? Well, there's a time limit, isn't there? Didn't you know? I'm coming. Soon. Wait, so you're not even really here? This is just a fraction of my power. I can't uh, completely project my full power into this plane. I suppose not right now, I can't. We'll meet again soon, and you'll be able to see me in my full glory. Yeah, I bet you look like a fucking dork. Uh, appearances aren't everything. <laughs> All the power that I've gathered. My infinite power source. A power over all life. My item that grants victory. The knowledge of the whole universe. My greatest needs met, the power to bend reality, the wisdom of millions, and finally the power of creation. You can't stop me. Think of this as a prelude to your end. A nice taste of what's to come. And he tries to break out of his stagger because he's staggered. I forgot that he's staggered. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's, he's gonna try to get out of a stagger. You can't do that. I know. It doesn't have a save. It doesn't have a save, so he's just, he's struggling against it. That's what you're seeing. 
He's he's struggling to stand up, basically. That's what he's gonna do. I see. There we go. Okay, Abby, your turn. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I'm very convinced to just do it again. <laughs> it's a very scary fight. That's definitely the adjective yeah. I would use to describe this fight. Scary. As as you have taken no damage. <laughs> it's a very scary fight in which I've taken no damage and I'm about to stun lock your boss. Yes. Here's Excellent. The, comes another, uh, here comes another unarmed strike. Uh, that is a 17 plus 7 is 24. So I assume that's a hit. That, that is a hit. Was a hit. That is a hit. Okay. He takes... Eight damage and uh please I'm gonna spend another key point for another stunning strike. Make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh he actually makes that one. Okay. I'm just gonna punch him again then. And then I'm gonna punch him a third time because I forgot I have extra attack by this level. Uh that one probably uh let's a sixteen does it hit? A sixteen does not hit. Okay. And then bonus action, last strike. Uh that one is a 16 plus 7 is 23, right? Okay, that hits. Nice. Uh, that one is a 7. Okay, uh, so total damage? Uh, we'll see. The first one was a 8, and the second one was a 7, right? So Yeah, 15. 15. Okay. Yeah. Math. Okay. I kind of smirks and he's like, <laughs> You're not so scary. What the fuck, dude? What's your whole deal? I lived with you for so long, and I and I still don't understand what makes you such a big penis. And uh, Idru's brother, in response to Idru, is going to say, "I'm not a penis." She's going to shoot more crossbow bolts. I shoot. That one's gonna hit. That one's fumble. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh. Yeah, no. But she does get one. Another arrow. Right into the shadows. And she also, like, drops her crossbow by accident. <laughs> Fumbling a little bit too much. As you look on the sides of the valley, um, you, you still see memories from, from, like, possible times that you were in dreams and stuff and, like, memories of everyone who's around you. Except for Idru's brother. And you can't see much into the past of Idru as well. It seems that it's only got her stuff from the Plane of Pink onward. Were we able to determine why Idru can't remember very much about before yet? No, not really. And Uendo, it's your... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's your go, Uendo. Well, I'm just gonna do the same as I did last uh, turn. Okay. I still have advantage on my attack roll. No, he's not staggered uh, no, anymore. He's not uh, stunned anymore. Stunned, yes, that's the word. Um, that's a twelve to hit. Yeah. No. F. F. F in chat, everybody. I'm just putting that in the chat for um posterity's sake. You're welcome. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. All right. If that's your attack. Then uh, Foxfire, it's your go. I cast. Poison spray. So he gotta do a constitution saving throw. Okay. Okay, the 
do do your do your poison. Okay, because I'm fifth level, he takes two D twelve poison damage. As you start to spray it out, you notice that it doesn't affect his shadowy form. It just perfect. It, it just goes Love through. That. Yeah. Love that for me. Damn it. That was a good amount of poison damage, too. Yeah, that was a good amount of poison damage. Yeah, that's the thing about cantrips, isn't it? Alright. Now, now he's on his feet. He's got his sword in his hand. <laughs> that one doesn't hit anybody. He starts to swing his sword, and it crashes into the valley because he's got that, uh... It's a if it's a, it's a small valley, and he, he he had a big swing. He smacks it into the valley. What kind of sword is this? Like, is it like Sephiroth's sword from Final Fantasy? It's a big, scary shadow thing. It, it, it's a very large knight shape, and so I mean, he's large. He's I got, am large. I am. I am, I am large. Shouting. I what am. The fuck? <laughs> yes. As he takes that big old swing, he hits a valley wall, and as he does, you can see something underneath that, like, is shining through in that, like, gigantic um, rift, I suppose, that he makes with the sword, but it quickly, quickly dissipates and quickly seals up. That one's also not going to hit anybody. He also swings the sword again. This one, not so... um, not so wide, but he still misses, and he hits the floor in front of you, and um, that same light pierces through and quickly dissipates again. You want to know why? You can't remember? It's because none of this is real. You haven't woken up, but my eyes are wide open. I see everything now. It's so clear. That's going to hit somebody. And he is going for Idrew. Ooh, Hachi Machi. Oh, dear. That sword hit comes slamming down onto Idrew. And she does not look good. Like, as the sword uh, slashes through her, the dark shadows that envelop the sword like, enter her body and explode out through her back, and she falls down. That's gotta hurt. Yeah, that fucking hurt! Don't worry, I'm on it. And I drew brother cackles. (laughs) I haven't had this much fun in a long time. What a boring life you must lead. I don't need to listen to figments. Okay. And why are you responding to me, huh? Courtesy. Oh, it's more fun to play the game. You talk just like every zealot I've ever met. You'll soon learn that I'm not like every zealot you've ever met. Because I actually have power. Abby, it's your go. Alright. Um, so Idru is laying bleeding out on the ground. Is she still conscious? Yeah, she is. She is. She's just reeling because that hit took so much out of her. Alright. Um, I'm gonna go over to Idru then, and uh, I'm gonna use healing hands to put some HP back into her. How much HP did she lose? Am I allowed to know that? Uh, give me the number, because I'm sure that you will be able to 
get like a good chunk a, of it. I, yeah. I have a pool. I wasn't oh, planning yeah. on using it all, but I have a pool of I think uh, yeah, 50. Oh, okay, 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 okay. She lost 33 health. 33? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to put 25 into her, so we'll cool. still have half. Cool, cool, cool. Well, 33 would literally kill me. Yeah. Yeah, that would almost kill me. It would put me at, like, single digits of hit points. Anyway, yeah. But yeah um, I'm going to lean in close to to um, Idrew as I'm healing her, and I, I say, I noticed something about when he attacked the scenery. Do you think that has that's meaningful at all? Um, possibly. He's like a shadow guy. Do you think that if we shed enough light on him that he might go away? <sighs> I have an idea. You're going to have to just trust me on it, all right? Keep I, him occupied. You. You, you do? Yeah. I have, we wouldn't have come this far if we didn't trust you. It's... It's just nice to hear, okay? Uh, okay. It, but I gotta know, are you guys willing to do whatever it takes to stop this guy? Well, that's yeah. what we're doing right now, aren't we? And she nods. Okay. I'm gonna need you guys to keep him occupied while I concentrate. And right. she uh, gets back onto her feet and she closes her eyes. And she's doing something. Welcome to episode 40, where I tell you that, no, I didn't lie, I'm just stupid. Uh, this episode, this one, this one right here, this is the last short one. Um, we recently just finished recording the first half of the finale, and three hours and 30 minutes in, I realized I had like two hours of content left, and well, turns out I'm just bad at pacing. Um... I still want the finale to be this big, long movie scale type episode um, because there really isn't like an arc in the finale that isn't like, you know, the finale. <laughs> it's all rising tension. <laughs> so while this episode might end up being about 45 minutes or so, just wait. The finale might end up being a two-parter with uh, two hours each. Uh, it's probably the funnest I've ever had in D&D so far, so... I'm really excited. Um, there's nothing quite like watching everything come together while there's a time limit. Um, in other news, I started posting some animatics on my YouTube, and I'm finally getting an audience. So if you're listening to this thanks to those wick wacky bim bam bits, uh, then hi. Uh, this is what I spent more time on. <laughs> um, I'm going to be releasing a summary before the finale so you can catch up on what's been happening and uh, have something easy to share um, to get someone interested in listening to the finale. Um, other stuff I'm working on at the moment is this novel I'm writing, which is like 44,000 words, which is a lot of words for me. Um, I've also gotten my Twitch all put together and a VTuber model ready, and so I'm going to possibly be doing a lot of streaming, maybe even edit a video with some good bits from the streams. Um, so... If you're interested in supporting me or uh, keeping track and seeing what I'm doing with all my fun projects and stuff, um, all of my socials are Chibi Cheese Puff. So follow me on Twitter, Twitch, Tumblr, Patreon, and YouTube. Uh, support me on Patreon if you want to see me succeed in my artistic projects. Uh, and thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode.
And I, I, I just want to let you guys know that there, there was that other dude from last session, the Wanderer guy. He's still there. He's just kind of watching and going, ooh, okay, ooh. oh shit. <laughs> Little help, sir. I'm not. I don't know if I'm going to be much of a help. I don't really have anything. I'm sorry. I'm more of moral support. My bad. Okay. And Idrew is taking her turn concentrating, doing something. Uendo, here go. Alright, I'm just going to try and hit again with my sword. We're doing a hit, y'all. That's a 13 to hit. I don't think that's gonna hit. Nope. F in the chat. F. F in the chat. Alright. Foxfire? Would it be okay if, if, for y'all, if I used my turn to, uh... Castleo's tiny hut over Idru, so she has time to do her thing. Can you cast that in an action? I don't see why not, but also, does it offer any protection? Does it offer, like, a time dilation sort of effect? That, uh, I hate to say this, Akka, but that takes one minute to cast. Each round is six seconds. Oops. right. Shit. Do you have, do you have any other way to, do you have any other sort of protection spells? Do you have, like... I don't know, shield or mage armor or like um trying to think of other protections. Protection from good and evil. I, I have that, like one. that would really Yeah, use this guy is almost definitely some sort of like celestial fey fiend undead, like considering that he's like a weird shadow guy. So I think that would work. Okay, so I'll I'll cast that on I drew. Alright, what does that do? Basically, whenever a celestial fey fiend, undead, anything that's an outsider that's not a humanoid basically attacks, it gets disadvantage. Okay. All right. Cool. Now it's his turn. Yeah. He swings down his sword and, yeah, through that cool magic that you put over Idru, it uh, slips and hits to the side of her, causing a nice ripple and some light pouring out from underneath you guys, and then it dissipates again. Oh, prolonging the fight? How enjoyable. But perhaps I should focus on one of your friends. <laughs> and he looks at Abby. Does a 25 hit you? Well, gee, yes, it does. <laughs> oh, boy. You uh, take 24 damage as the sword comes crashing down on you as well. And you can feel um, that pain in your chest spike once more as more black shadows pierce through you and like they they feel like it's burning you alive but it doesn't feel like actual fire you feel like a cold fire just ache through you and explode out of you okay um what what damage type is this exactly it's important necrotic okay all right just making sure all right yeah she's like wincing in pain she is not um She's not down, though. She's at 14 out of 38 hit points. Ah, <sighs> oh, damn. That's his turn. Abby, it's your go! Alright. Um, uh, hmm. 
now what do I do to fend this guy off? Good heal. You got other stuff. I was kind of thinking of, since we are trying to distract this guy, I'm wondering if the cloak of many colors might be useful here. We actually don't know all of what it does yet. Oh um, man, that's a fucking pull. Gee whiz. That was right from episode like eight. I know. <laughs> um, I oh forget. Is it an action or a bonus action? To, oh my God. Um, activate that thing. Oh my God. Um, I'm going to have to look that up. Yes, please do. Absolutely. Okay. I think this was a homebrew item that I modified. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. I don't believe the Cloak of Many Colors, like, actually has anything good. No. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I, it was just one idea. Yes. That is certainly an idea. Now, I think, I think what would probably be best is for me to just heal and, and protect myself. Since he seems to be targeting me. So um, what I'm going to do is um, we have three healing potions. So rather than use more of my limited pool of HP, I'm going to quaff a healing potion as my action. All right. All right. All right. So that's 2d4 plus two. Let's see. So I rolled a three and a three. So that's eight total HP I get back. And then as a bonus action, I'm going to use another key point to use patient defense as a dodge action. So I get more AC this turn. Okay, cool. All right. And Idrew is still standing there. Uh, she's just whispering, please. Oh, God. Oh, God. Please get her soon. Uh, and then uh, Luthmos, your go. I'm just going to try to attack again. Yeah, that's not gonna hit. That's a natural one. Hot damn. Yeah, you uh, you swing, and you hit your sword into the ground as well, and there's a little bit of light that comes out when uh, you hit the sword so spectacularly bad, <laughs> but it, it quickly dissipates as, as uh, you just have your sword stuck in the ground now. And now, Foxfire. Hello. Hello. I'm gonna cast Firebolt. Ah, uh, the classic. The classic. I know. What's the modifier for back again? For uh, it'll be your intelligence modifier. Oh, thank God. Your proficiency. Oh, thank God, Foxfire is smart. So plus okay. seven should be added to your roll. Okay, that makes sense. Does eighteen hit? It does not. Damn. Damn. Got some AC. Yeah, this dude's got some AC. Boy, how do I need some AC under this blanket? Uh, he just laughs at your pathetic attempts of trying to hit him. <laughs> Let's finish this. Finish your mom. See, none of this is real. He swings his sword. And he's going to go for Luthmos on that first strike. There's too many dice. There's way too many. Uh, I, I, some of them fell, so take off three of those rolls. But I've got a couple more to do. That's uh, 20 damage as you as well... Uh, Get slashed and necrotic fire just bursts through you. Oof. The stupid, 
stupid world. It's not real. And he swings again, trying to hit Abby, but he uh, fucking misses. Slacks, slaps into the earth pretty heartily. These are just stupid dreams of a child, and that's it! And he swings for Foxfire and also misses and smacks straight into the earth. <laughs> Foxfire, you can see your reflection in his giant broadsword and oof. Please know I'm baby. <laughs> and every time he, he does reflection and he sure is ugly. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, every time he hits the earth, a little bit of that light comes through and slowly dissipates. But I'm going to have as much fun as I can. And Abby, it's your go. All right. Coming out of patient defense, because that only lasts a round. I have an idea. Ooh. And it involves another item that I've been holding on for forever. Okay. Um, hmm? And let me pull up its stats, because I'm going to throw it at him. Because I realized that... When you you cut off, so I have no idea what you're throwing at him. What's going on? <laughs> The alchemist's fire. Ah. So let me pull up the stats for that real quick. And um, so basically my idea is that when we're like accidentally slashing the ground, it's coming through. So I figured a continual burn might do something since uh, it's going to hit him in the surrounding environment. So give me a second. Okay. All right. So um, let's see. It looks like I make a ranged attack. Treat the alchemist's fire as an improvised weapon, which means I don't get proficiency on that roll. All right, so hopefully Abby can sink this roll. Uh, not looking so good. That is a total of 11. Yeah, that's not going to hit. It's going to hit at his feet, though. And there's going to be, like, some fire at his feet. Good job. Well, I tried my best, guys. That's all I can do this turn. You did your absolute best. All right. I, Drew, is concentrating. And... Suddenly a shadow overtakes you guys. <sighs> Here goes nothing. Oh. And the Nautilus slams into Idru's brother, making a oh, gigantic shit. hit and sending a shockwave out to everyone around you. And you all fall backwards. Oof. And... As the dust settles, Idru's brother is impaled by that cute little unicorn horn from the Nautilus. <laughs> and it seems that the Nautilus isn't looking too great, uh, trying to squeeze in through the valley. Definitely uh, left a lot of um, damage on the sides of the Nautilus, and it looks like it's bleeding, like some sort of nasty golden bubbly blood and Idru's brother is like crawling and like clawing onto the horn trying to pull himself up and <laughs> fine I know when I've lost the real battle I look forward to it and he disappears and uh, the Nautilus has pierced through the earth so deeply that that bright light that was coming up is now shining through uh, pretty clearly. And you can peek through that rift and it, there looks like to be something inside. 
it looks like pretty deep, like you're looking into a on the inside of a sphere. Idru staggers up and over, and you can see that uh, she's holding the side of her face that has um, her eye patch on. Well, shit. Uh, there goes our way out. <laughs> uh, I think it was worth it. I Abby nods, and she says. Uh, she looks at the um, the rift that's open up. She's like, "What's down there?" If, if I had to guess, the core, or um, if 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 I had a bigger, wilder guess, uh, my home. I see. Well, we're here. It looks like this is the way we gotta go, guys. Yeah. She um she pulls back her hand away from her eye, and you can see. Gold bubbling blood coming from her face. Uh, do you do you want us to like treat that? Ah, no, 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 no. It's it it's fine. It's fine. Really. Um, and she not even a healing potion. No, I could actually use the healing potion, but um, and she rips off a piece of her sash and like dabs it on her face and like dries it up. All right. Is everybody ready? The Wanderer uh, steps forward. I, this is a uh, this is strange, isn't this? I mean, every part about it is strange, don't you think? Yes, yes. I um, but I would like to offer assistance. Uh, where where should I find you? Well, I don't know. I guess that depends. What can you do? Hmm. Well, I'm quite um. Acquainted with this realm, uh, this this whole plane, I, from what I assume on what I was seeing on the walls, you you're able to slip into these dreams in the future, aren't you? Something like that, yeah. Perhaps I should help you along in those. Would that be would that be acceptable? If we encounter one like that again, I suppose so. Uh, okay. I would be happy to help. Well, I, uh, I guess this won't be the last time we see each other then. Farewell? Uh, I, I mean, well, see you soon. I suppose so. I guess. See you soon. See you soon then. Indeed. And he walks off. He's gone now. You guys are in front of this rift. You guys, what are you doing? All right, so um, I'm assuming that this is a bit of a drop, right? Hell yeah. I jump in. Oh my god, you idiot. Oh, no, I we don't. We have things. We have things to help us with. We have a jetpack, and I have the unmoving rods, and also if this has a side, I do have slow fall. Okay, I also have feather fall, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, feather fall will definitely work, because feather fall we can cast on the whole group. It's a good spell. Yeah. That that's probably the one that you should be going with. Okay, um, I think it would be good also if someone has the jetpack on, just in case we need to do some maneuvering, and maybe we can all just kind of hold hands or tie ourselves together or something. I think I have rope left. I mean, yeah, that sounds like a plan. All right. Uh, who who wants to wear the jetpack? I think it would probably be best for Luthmus to wear it, in my opinion. Luthmus has a jetpack. Jet okay, yeah. I have yeah, like you, okay. fancy ass uh, suit. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, you have your own. Okay. Because we also have, like, a jetpack from Rad's World, so that means two of us can wear one. Okay. I thought Abby should wear the second. Okay. All right, that makes sense. All right. Um, All right. So, yeah, we tie ourselves together, put on jetpack, and I guess... I catch in. feather. Yeah, cast your feather fall, and you guys well, dive on in. I'm cast feather fall until we see ground. Ah, uh, okay. It doesn't last that long. Oh, it doesn't. Okay, never mind. You guys just dive on in. All right. There's a flash of pink, and there's a flood of a sunset of colors, and you're floating in the air above a fragmented futuristic city. And it's held together by steel cables and neon wires, slowly and gently falling onto a skyscraper. The sky is a deep purple with flecks of glitter. Yet the way that the sky curves and surrounds you lends you to believe that you're inside a, a sphere of some sort. And floating in the exact center of this sphere, and right above you is a single, pure white, burning edges of a loud pink sun. Big and orb. It, yeah, big orb. Big orb. And this uh, futuristic city is floating around it. It's fragmented and falling apart. And every now and then, a portal will open up. And cheese eaters with green lights will fly in and combine and latch onto the bottom of the city. They're here. They're still building. And as you guys are falling onto the city, Idru says, Holy shit, I'm home. And the look on her face is both exhilaration and despair. Don't judge me. I was young and naive. Well, not as young, but you get the point. Or do you? Hopefully it was clear that was my first encounter with the heroes. But hopefully not the last. Next time on Chronicles.